Sullivan and Nelson to us. So, all right. Hey. How about the three? I'll introduce who you are and we'll get into the amazing interview. And don't worry about how y'all look. If you're sideways, you're sideways. We want to hear from you. It's your words that matter. <laughs> well, thank you again for having us. We are MNC. Uh, my name is uh, Matt. My stage name's Gibby. This is Nelson. And this is I'm Calvin Bloom and Bush. Nice to meet y'all. Uh, you guys can hear us, right? Oh, yeah. You guys are perfectly crystal clear. Um, so we I really want to talk to you guys because, first of all, thank you for doing this because this is technically have been a poetry sort of forward podcast but we're actually branching out to a lot of different art mediums and i've been yes. saying this well, yeah. day one that come uh that we need to come together poets need to attach ourselves to comedians and musicians because all three of us do the same thing we just do it in different ways you guys try to tell what you want us to know or feel but you break us down with your you disarm us with your humor first and musicians yeah that's yeah. me that's me in the background <laughs> and poets you just say it straight up so how let's get into who you are let's promote your shit and so people can get to you people know who you are because comedians are great right mm -hmm. well how did you guys become this amazing trio of uh comedians well and what uh, do y'all do i'll start with myself so i've been doing comedy for about i've been performing for about like six years now and when i first started i was actually just going to like random open mics and kind of just try my stuff out because you know the best way to hone your craft is to keep practicing and like an open mic to me is basically just like going to the gym you're just working that muscle you're just making sure that you're diligent you're consistent and you're disciplined with it and you know i've known these guys for more than a decade at this point and you know actually uh cal he can explain a little bit better but he kind of influenced us to do this the mnc i mean um yeah nah like I mean, so uh, when Matt told me he wanted to start doing comedy, like, I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Um, and there was maybe, like, one particular set that I seen him do after, like, many, like, like just going, like, an hour out because we didn't have anything in, like, our local area. And just being like, bro, we could do this at home. Like, we, we, we could have comedy at home. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, it, that was probably, like, two years ago. But, like, I mean, we're doing it now, so... That's pretty much like where that that how that went, but yeah, I mean, one day I got a call from from Matt to come over to his house, and Kyle was here. They had the round table set up. I'm like, oh, I, thought, I thought you were gonna play Monopoly or something. <laughs> and then we just started talking, and we all agreed that we have to find a way to, you know, use our skills and talents to to make moves. So we all agreed that Matt had it going on in comedy. I went to a couple of his open mics enjoyed what I, uh, my experience there. Kyle's been with him. We've all been supporting him and like, and so we decided to start it up in the city because Rome doesn't really have things like that. So we wanted, mm. we wanted and to And can you let everybody know, cause we're international. That's, if you're a fan of the show, they know what that means. Cause we have fans from all over the globe. So even though we might not be able to see you live, um, but where is the city that you speak of? I believe it's Reading, Pennsylvania is what I, Correct, yeah, but is that the city you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Right in Pennsylvania, about an hour away from Philly. Yeah, go birds. <laughs> go birds. It's go about birds. five and a half hours away from Cleveland because I just went and saw a band there. So it's a nice town, but I, what's with all the stop signs? Why is there a stop sign on every corner? 
it's ironic because I no one even really uses them. But, uh, <laughs> it's they're, well, they're there, but they're suggested. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty it's funny. Optional. Stop. 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 No. That's it. That's it. You should have a call. Yeah. No, no. Um, you should have a show called Stop. No. I don't know. It could be a whole comedy skit with it. It's a stop. No situation. You know, like, that's a shirt right I there. Stop you. We might keep it going. It's stop. No. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, the pot. Yeah. The pot. It holes, is stop. No. We just created the perfect. Well, and, Andy, the, or, and also to the crew over there on my right-hand side, I might be on the left and some other folks, but the reason I bring that up, because I've been driving uh, the, around the country as of late, as the start of this year, and each area has their own distinct uh, driving issues. And again, you have the stop sign issue. Jersey has no left turn, so that's why everybody's pissed off all the time in Jersey. Um, nobody moves in Alabama. Turns, they, they wait, what? Red lights, they stay red <laughs> lights. They just don't go. So it's no, no. Jersey. So okay, no, no. Hold on, wait. I never heard there's a left turn. What the? Wait, no, because I'm from New York, but Brooklyn, but 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 I live in J. Um, J oh my god, I live in Jersey, but um. So in New York, no, in Jersey, um, you could turn on red. But in New York, yeah. you cannot do that. You can turn, and it's turn weird because in Alabama on red. I we saw that happening. You can turn. You could turn. Red in Alabama. Oh, yeah. Right, so if you're just joining us, we're talking about the uh, traffic pattern of the United States. No, just kidding. We're talking to these three over here on my right, underneath Andy. Um, this is Calvin Nelson and Matt M N C underscore Corp. They're comedians in Reading, Pennsylvania. Y'all do. Like, where else can they check out your work? And then when did comedy become, like, your passion? When did you decide to disappoint your parents? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, damn. it started when I first was born. They're like, oh, damn. <laughs> but um, definitely for, like, the passion part, I've always been, like, like a naturally funny guy. And, like, everyone said, oh, you should do comedy. You should do comedy. Yeah, you're like, real you fucking for... funny. Yeah. So I actually met you. I met you. And he was just laughing at my shit. So he's hilarious. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You guys know Matt, but you know how I knew Matt was a funny, funny guy? When we took the picture. Okay, first of all, did he tell you the story about how I, this all happened? No. Andy, you I, don't, do you know the story about the American <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm, okay, I'm just, I'm just trying. I'm sorry why we're here tonight. So on my poetry no. adventure, <laughs> adventure, you know, when I saw you, I met Queen Liberati. Oh, my God, that amazing adventure. I went and did an open mic, and then I was stuck in Pennsylvania for another day. And uh, people who do comedy said, hey, join me. We're going to do some comedy. And I go, okay. I've never done comedy before. And it's like, not, they're closing the cafe now. This is like an emotional night, by the way. And I just walked in and like, I, I've been there the whole time. I did this comedy set, never done in my life. I should never do it again in my life. But I knew you were funny because when we took the photo, you're like, first of all, hey, you be in the phone. I'm like, you're going to look at this photo 20 years from now. Be the, who's this bitch from Cleveland? I don't know who this is. Oh, but my you, you have God. to do this. Does he have to, like, he was, like, squatting in front of everybody. Like, he was having to make sure the most hilarious pose for this picture. That's how I knew you were funny, dude. I mean, it was funny because, like, yeah, when you did your set, I was right after you. And, like, I made a little joke after. I was like, it's more, she wasn't really doing comedy. It's more like she was doing therapy to the whole group. And, like, <laughs> it, it was a good time. It was a good time. Like, yeah, like we went to Little My Abby's life is so was... fucking horrible. It's hilarious. That's like, how what happened. You know what I mean? You were literally on the ground just, like, laying it all out. That's when I had to throw in the towel, friends. When I literally, as a 41-year-old woman, 
laid on the ground to demonstrate what something I envisioned in my life. And it was funny to me, but I only forty one. I knew it was not funny, <laughs> and I needed to roll my ass away. But you brought up a good point. I actually didn't hate. I didn't want to cut my wrist after that, though, even though it was very sitting as it was. Because you're right, you have to kind of do that to work through the craft. So, how you said six years. Um, remind me again, um, Calvin and Nelson. How long have you been in the game? Um, they've they well i'm mostly I, i'm like the primary comedian like i remember cal he's tried it one time too so he kind of understands your feeling where it was like you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, but it, i wasn't the worst one can we be honest i wasn't the worst one of the night you know you you, you had some good times i helped you out as a crowd member i was making uh, sure yes, like, yes and no, yes and no. you were giving me good but then i thought you were like making fun of me i, I definitely I, was I, I definitely oh was. i know we're gonna get into that for sure because uh <laughs> I actually think it's great. Andy, go ahead. Yes, you in the back. All right. No, no. Yes, because I'm like trying to get something. Now she just like, I'm like, oh my God, like you, you were faster than Dominican people. You know, like, no. I don't know, whatever. Um, no, so um, the Thank comedy, you. I do have a question about comedy, and it's always been an interesting thing, right? Because it's not like, I don't think it's like when you write poetry, okay, you write a poem, you recite it, how you know, you speak it, how you want it to be delivered, and, and people resonate with it, oh my God, it's so good. Talk to me about when you're coming up with material, because that is something I've always wondered. Like, yeah, you know, I know some people use life experiences, but... I don't think it's something like, oh, you should just know my humor because I'm saying it and it's funny, but rather it's a structure. Like, can you explain that? Like, how does that look like for you guys as far as like coming up with material and then how to deliver, you know, the delivery, all that stuff? I mean, uh, I'm not like the primary comedian, but like just being like one of his groupies, you know, it's like, um, like I think that like you hear the saying, art imitates life a lot. So, you know what I mean? You, your, your medium, it's this it's the same art form it's just different mediums right so like Absolutely. we we'll be at our job and something funny will happen and we'll just start riffing at the job and we'll be like that's a joke like you know what i mean like write that down you know what i mean and like let's mm -hmm. like like our life is the punchline you know what i mean like, yes. so it's like mm. you know what i mean so like just like walk people through it essentially um but i i i know like since like since he started and since he told me like we we were just in the like on the way there we were making jokes like on like on the way back we were making jokes like like playing basketball we were making jokes so like i mean i can't i'm not like the primary comedian but like i know that i at least wanted to bring that up mm -hmm. like art imitates life for sure um but yeah can we clarify what you mean by primary comedian like are you not doing jokes are you just like hyping everybody up or you are doing jokes and you're just giving him like he's the guy who's been doing it for long so can you define what that means just for me well my man matt right here is the comedian of the group <laughs> <laughs> you know we all have different roles and his roles for the comedy awesome so okay meant. what are the other two roles then because that this is now we're getting some layers here we're in some layers here we we got this is a corporation <laughs> not just three comedians okay please tell me what's going on here how how does this whole thing who are you what do you do we already know Matt tells jokes. <laughs> Matt tells jokes. Um, I do the merchandise right now, so the hats that we have, we all have on. I, I, Where can I'm they get on those? those? Um, they can get them um, hitting us up at, on our Instagram, MNC underscore court, and 
when you contact us, we'll have we'll take your order and we'll make it, and then we'll if you're far, we'll ship it out to you. If you're locally, we'll bring it to you. Oh, oh, look at that! Now that's a sexy situation right there. <laughs> and then uh, very sexy situation. And my man Kyle's role, he's he's more the business end, you know, like the like LLC side and all that stuff. He takes care of all that, and the social media manager. That's what he does. Yeah, Kyle's a really great coordinator, and he kind of helps us out with like the like the bigger picture of everything he's like all right this is where we can be so like i'm he- i'm here helping out the entertainment part nell has like the merchandise aspect there and then you know cal helps us out bring it all together and like you know it's yeah it's all just like you said three heads coming in together for mnc and also for the open mic that we have as well one team so question yeah. voice. no no go ahead <laughs> two together <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Write that down. Write that down. Hey, You're the one in the middle. Wait, but isn't there a... No, no, but I think there's a band called something like... I think. I think there's a band called Together. Maybe I'm wrong. But, um... um, uh, Hold on. Question. So, um... The, the, uh, as far as the name, I'm assuming... Uh, this is probably the dumbest answer I'm probably going to ask. And I think it's pretty obvious what I'm about to ask. But, uh... I'm assuming the MNC stands for your names, I'm assuming. Yes. Can that's I a good assumption, it? yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty good assumption. Guys, uh, guys, Can I tell you something funny, Andy? It took me an hour to figure that out. Like, I just figured that out because I thought you were going to go by your stage name, so I didn't even put M as Matt together. So I'm like, what the hell is this <laughs> from? But, um, Calvin, I got Calvin, I got to talk to you. Can you tell me about the LLC thing? Like, how? What? what's the deal with that? How did you get into that? Because that's Andy. I mean, I mean, at the, I mean, at the end, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I think that like, uh, so like, there's other, there's other things that we want to put our hands into. Um, this is just, uh, I think that like, you, we're kind of like transitioning into like that part where we have to like kind of monetize and like try to like mm-hmm. get back. So like, um, like for me, I know I'm not ready to give up gaming. So if there's any gamers in here, you know what I mean. Look out for us on that end. Um, but right now, like we're focusing on comedy and we've had a couple different uh, mics where there was mixed mics. We had people singing, we had poets. And I like in my head, like I've always kind of like uh, grew up in like uh, the art scene. And um, I, would, I never thought that these uh, like the mediums would mix, but it's definitely like more of like a Jackson Pollock kind of thing. But it works. Mm. You know what I mean? It It, it, it really stands out. And you know what I mean? To to see like a comedian follow like a singer and it work, it's 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 kinda jarring, but you know what I mean? It's 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 what we like what I like it's what we envisioned, you know what I mean? So we're just taking it a day at a time. No, and that's good because it's like you're showing that there's diversity in one place, and that's good. That's important, right? Because mm-hmm. um, and this is what I was um talking to Angela a while back about what I wanted this platform to be, right? Because it started off with just poetry, but then a lot of people who are in the poetry community, they're also musicians, they're also artists as well. Like they do painting and stuff like that. So I try to capture that as much as I can. Uh, we had a our first music session live where um, her name was electric armchair and she was just um did like a little album release party on the live where she was singing new material hey this is going to be on the album and then we would have conversations about it and it's just it was it was different than what we usually did but it was 
back to what you were saying, the diversity. Like like you said, I think uh, the event that you guys did, right? On paper, it shouldn't make sense, but it made sense, <laughs> if that makes sense. When it's it's like, wait, mathematically, I'm like, wait, the quadratic equation does not work, but yet <laughs> the answer makes sense somehow. And it's like, oh, so it does work. I could use Kirchhoff's voltage law, maybe, <laughs> no. if quadratic equation doesn't make sense. I don't know. I'm trying to be funny here. But, yeah, <laughs> but, the, math, um, the math doesn't need the math for it to make sense, right? You'll get the right like, answer. I feel like... Uh, it's all about the physics. Yeah. yeah, I feel like a big component of that working, of mixing the mic like that, and it working is the fact that if you can create a positive environment and a yeah. good vibe for everybody to have a good time and not let everybody feel pre anybody feel pressured or that they're going to be made fun of or anything like that, I feel like we do a great job as a team mm -hmm. with that so everybody feels comfortable to do what they do. We even had people that just went there to be a part of the crowd and they'll sign up because they just feel so good at the event. So pretty proud about that. That's good. That's that's good. And um, so what is it like when you created the platform, right? Like, what was it like? Like, if, if it was like any main objective to it, because um, you said it was comedy and you did say that you want to venture out to other things. Um, what is it about it that wants you to do that? I, I mean, like for I, all right, so then for like from from like my perspective and like Can uh, you see Kyle? Um, no, no, I only see yeah, Burgundy we'll guy. I think it's gonna all three. Yeah. yeah. So you you might have to just push back a little bit if you want to do it that way. That's fine. It's you know it's all good, man. But go ahead. All right. There we go. Sexy situation right there just took place. Okay, you can still hear us really well. Oh yeah, I hear you perfectly fine. But um yeah. Nah, like so. Um, I mean, I mean, like I'm from the hood, so uh, like <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm just like, I mean, most of it's like hood dreams, but like again, like when when we're seeing it like on like on paper, and then like we see it live, like like these things are obtainable. You know what I mean? And um, so at the end of the day, like I, like I mean. I spent a lot of time gaming and you know what I mean? It, it was kind of therapeutic, you know what I mean? Um, I could get into my story, but I think that may be something for another time. But um, I just, I just realized I wasn't really willing to give it up. And I met, I've met so many people from di like from different places from like around the world. And like, like Matt has met so many people through his comedy. Like I know, I know Nell has met people through like, through, through through traveling through like through just networking you know what i mean so it's just like at the end of the day like if i could bring it all together like if i could tie all these things together i think that like like and i could do it with my best friends why wouldn't i try you know what i mean like yeah I mean? so it's like you know what i mean and if i could if i can create safe spaces for people if i could if i could influence culture if i could do yada yada i just you know what i mean like why not you know what i mean like what's the alternative to not do it right <laughs> No, I 100% I agree, which is why I created Unravel Influence in the first place, too, because at the end of the day, um, you know, it's all about, like you said, the safe space. And, I, and, and I, I admire you guys for that because you're bringing something that I feel like it, it, it's, it's everywhere, but it's not like everywhere, if that makes sense. Like what I mean is like it's not in a place where, okay, people just want to get famous rather though you're doing it because you want to make people laugh. You want to have 
people yeah. have a good time, build a community, and and you do. I want to do it for the right reason, not just because I want to chase clout, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's what it is too, because that's why when I created, because there's so many platforms that exist here too, whether whether it's art and poetry or whatever, but. I wanted to be something different, and I noticed what what's the one thing no one really does is you know um it's what we're doing an interview having a conversation. So I say you know what let me do that because it's different. We'll have an open mic and we'll have these conversations virtually, and um it's just been a great thing since January, and we're about to have our first in person open mic in uh, October twentieth, and it's just the whole. Now we're expanding. Now we're going to try something different. And the response was just tremendous because I didn't think I was going to get a lot of people. I actually have a good 15 people that I've signed up for that open mic, plus whatever locals there in my town. Because where in my town, there's no art in my town, but it's a very high demand. So I'm capitalizing that as much as I can because it's needed. There's so much negative in this world. And realistically, it's like, yo, we, we got to just break that ceiling of negativity and like, Get all the positive out there, whether it's poetry, resonation, whether it's uh, a laughter, you know, and stuff like that. Because you want to provide that safe space for that. Um, hey, let's just have a good time. Let's just forget about our problems. Let's just not worry about who broke up with who or what drama's going on. Let's just laugh. Let's cry. Let's have a good time, and that's it. And I think that's awesome that you know you you have that. Um. Also, I do have a question. Yeah, uh, my bad. I'll, uh, yeah, go ahead. And then I'll put whatever question was on the... Well, I just want to ask what you guys were saying, especially with you saying, like, you know, in your area, you have a high demand, but there's no real um, place to actually do that supply. So, like, that's the same thing for us in Reading. You know, there's a lot of places that are just, like, bars. So all everyone gets to do is, like, you just go out there and drink and, you know just drink your sorrows away, but there's never a place for like real entertainment and mm. real like, mm. and you know, for me being a com being a comedian and like going to open mics just to work on my craft, it's, it is difficult because like the closest mic to me is 40 minutes away. So there is that, like, it's that, that, you know, thing I have to work with. Like I, I want to go out, but then, you know, gas is expensive. Everything is just going to keep mm. like, yeah. us that we can do. And we got, you know, we were able to build a nice establishment and a nice just like venue where people can come out and, you know, we're seeing that it started with comedy, but it's evolving to being like poetry, musicians and everything blending together, possibly a magician, you know, bringing magic back. Yeah. To you know, yeah. It, it, it's really fun and it's really great to see all these come together when, uh, I mean, I, even after, because like I host, so. I'm basically like, I have control of the show. I want to make sure everyone has a great time and I want to make sure that, you know, energy is great. Vibes are on point. So even after the show, people are like, Oh, it was great. It was awesome. Like I never knew like they had something like this. The city needs that. They're going to be coming out. Mm. So people who are like, now they have something to do on that day. It's not exactly. just, Oh, we're going to go. Exactly. Like, we're going to go see something. We're going to actually feel something. We're going to be able to really like something to look forward to appreciate the city more than what they normally would and for yeah. some people this the open mics are an outlet to express whatever they're feeling when they don't have anybody else to talk to so mm -hmm. yeah that that's a huge benefit of the mic as well yeah like, uh, we, we're building talent in a sense too because we've gotten a lot of people who are doing like their first time performance first time. <laughs> at our show and then they're coming back and i can see them like improve 
on doing comedy. I'm seeing comedians who like started here. They're like, oh, you know, like I'm coming back next week. I got material. I want to work on this, da da da. And like, we're able to really like have them be like, this is their spot where they can like, this is where I started. This is where like, right. able to really like, like build my build my career in this art. So that, that's something that really hits to me. And I know it hits to these guys because we're just seeing people who are like starting up from us and then able to see them grow to be whatever they want to be. Amen. Amen to that. So uh, the question was on the audience. It says, since it's almost proven that poets can do comedy, can, do you think com that comedians can do poetry? It's so ironic that you said that because our last show uh, yesterday, we had a comedian do a comedic poem and it, it was, mm. it was layers everyone loved it he had he has like a he has like a tagline now so like it really I, I really feel like both mediums can work because uh, we also uh we have like this one poem this one poet who came back to one of our previous shows she was cracking jokes before she even started her poem so it's like giving the people the space they're able to see like oh okay like you know like like when people think about like comedy like oh my god like it's so hard to do like you know like you know it's something i can never do but like realistically all it is is just being able to just change that perspective of what you think could be you know bad into something funny and good and i really think that poetry and comedy even though they look like opposite sides of the same coin they're still on the same coin mm, i love that i love that and uh, you guys agree i guess <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And that's the thing, like, so, so, and that's, um, like, I've known Matt since I was, like, uh, 14. So, like, mm, after, okay. maybe two weeks ago, I, we had the mix mic, and I heard him, like, he was like, yeah, by the way, I'm going to try poetry. And I was like, all right, yeah, like, but he floored me, like, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, I think that we're all, like, we all have the capacity to do these things, you know what I mean? But, right. like, for see anybody do it. Like, you know what I mean? You, like, you know what I mean? Like, you got your fearless people out there. But I think that what really, like, did it was, like, we, we brought it to the city and then we had first-timers. You know what I mean? We had first-time we had first -time poets. You know what I mean? One of, the, one of the big things that happened was we got double booked with somebody that does something similar in our city. And they were mm. like, so how do you run this? And they were just doing something strictly poetry. And then we were doing comedy. So we was like, why don't we just run it as one big event with, like, an intermission? Wow. And then we had like, we, it was, it was, again, like it was, it didn't, in your head, you're like, this shouldn't work. It was so organic. <laughs> but it did because it was like, it was just organic, like it was raw. And like, really, like, I think that like, you really like, you talk about there being like a lack of art. And I think there's so many voices and there's so much talent in where we're from. And I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of places like that where like, you know what I mean? They just want to like they just want to be heard. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. I, what it comes down to. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, so the question is for Nelson: Where do you get the ideas for the logo on your merch? How do you do the merch designs? What inspires you? Well, I've always been into the whole making my own clothes. I always said that I always wanted to get to the point in my life where I'm just rocking my own stuff. And wow. um, before we started MNC, I was actually working on my own like brand for hats. And I, that's when I got a, a hat presser 
and I got I figured out how to get the the heat transfers to put for the logos to put on the hats. Mm. I did all my I was just learning step by step with my cousin, and then um, once we got together and formulated this plan, I just incorporated what I knew about making clothes into it into the brand. But also, Cal is definitely a big help as well because he's a really creative mind, and he basically made this logo for us. Mm -hmm. so wow! Basically made the logo for us, and I just did the rest and put them on the hats. I can break it down for you. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Listen, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Please break it down, brother. <laughs> yeah, nah. So, like, uh, so, 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 yeah. My, yeah, let's put it on like the, like, uh, this job. This is a water bottle. This bro got a. No, no, we're doing even better here. <laughs> hey, this uh, it works. It works, man. Yeah. All right. So, so like, uh, the three, the three stars represent us, right? And then like. My favorite team is Real Madrid. I'm sorry for anybody else who got different soccer <laughs> football team. <laughs> I had to do a shield. And then, like, I kind of played off of, like, the way that they do, like, their lettering. Um, but then, you know, the C is me, the, and then the M and the N. Uh, but it's, like, so this is, like, uh, a, like, a badge. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, we want to create, like, a, like, something that people can belong to. You know what I mean? Mm. And then the banner is as simple, you know, that's like uh, when we started. So this is the, the first, the first, the first year. So that's pretty much it. It's real simple, but you yeah, know. Hey, but listen, but listen, it's, you said simple, but I look at it. Okay. But there's a story yeah. there. There's a symbolism there. There's a importance there. There's a foundation there because it represents each star represents something. And then the symbol represents a thing. And it's like, that that's important. There's a story behind all that. And it's like, I always say, everybody has a story to tell. Right. So, um, again, that that's important. Um, so what you said you were talking about the branding because when you were talking about that, I was thinking about Jay-Z back in the day where he used to rock iceberg and then he went on a, he did one of his concerts and um everybody was rocking you know iceberg and then he realized oh what if i do my own thing and then everybody started to write rock aware so it's like i think in that same regard i i would assume it'll be the same thing where like you'll rock your own clothes your own thing and you doing what you're doing now with the platform it'll make people want to be oh i want the hat it looks cool i want to get that hat yeah. they say for example so that's cool like i love the fact that you guys um doing that um so you said so yeah go, go ahead no i was gonna say even before we uh we made these hats because we just made them they at the open mics they would yeah. <laughs> yeah um at the open mics they would rock my old hats for my old brand i and still I, have it yeah, mm. yeah i'm not I'm, I'm about to grab it See so <laughs> you know the, the support system's always there we always try to you know encourage one another to do what we believe in and what we love so i think that's so I great. Didn't how close they are too. <laughs> yeah, like similar designs. If you look at this one right here. This one. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, similar styles. Because, like I said, we're huge soccer fans. Okay. Huge, uh, okay. So yeah, I mean, we. That's okay. Here to support each other, and you know, like I said, all three of us. We know if we put our minds together, we can definitely accomplish anything we want. And like, we're definitely in like this grind set mode right now. And we have a lot of other things that we want to incorporate and like move forward to besides just doing like, you know, open mics here. Right. Know, stuff like that. Right. right. Yeah. And no, I get what you mean because that I, I know with this platform that I'm doing on Rival Influence, that, that's eventually my goal for next year. 
Um, LIC is, I mean, LLC is definitely one of those things, but definitely I want to go to different places and start all hosting open mics. And this is like the first one I'm doing in Bayonne in my town. But I thought, okay, if this can go well, then this is going to motivate me now to go somewhere else. I know other poets that live in Jersey, but that like Bayonne's too far for them. But then they wanted to go, but they can't go. But it's like, okay, but now that's going to inspire me and motivate me to want to, oh, maybe I want to go to Asbury Park and see what's going on and do that too, you know? Like, it's all about not just only branching out, but also to to go where things are needed, where foundations are needed, where voices are needed to be heard. And, and that, again, that's very, very important. So, again, um, so much respect for you guys for doing that. Um, what do you say, like, what, what would you say would be the main vision for all this after everything is all said and done? I mean, the main vision, I think, for all of us, and we've all kind of discussed it, is that we want to bring, we want to be able to bring, like, our, bring culture into the city, you know, change what people think Reading is, and, like, kind of make it to where it's not just the bad image that people explain it to be, that it's a place where art can thrive and grow, and people can really be who they want to be, and, you know, we're able to be collaborative. It's not just like, oh, like, if you're in writing, you're, you're by yourself. Like, no, yeah, you are here to work with everyone and we're able to come together to show something really great. And, you know, I think us going by example, you know, leading by example, we can have other people be inspired and then we can all just make this city way better than it is. I mean, I, me, you know, going to other mics and other places, they're like, oh, reading? You mean reading? Because, like, the way it's pronounced, the way it's spelled. Mm, okay. I want meaning to be behind the name, not just a joke. Yeah. Right, right. And the most, and one thing, too, is in, in reading, there's a lot of, like, hookah lounges and, and bars and stuff. So we're also, our goal is also to create a space where people that don't want to be just partying and getting drunk all the time and are looking for different things to do they don't have to always leave the city to do that mm -hmm. so mm. if we create things for people to do around the city then that that, that would be a plus for us yeah got you got you yeah go ahead you were gonna I, say something i really think the sky is the limit like i i brought like i mean like i like we're we're all like like so ambitious we're all so talented and it's not really even about like the it's not even really about the money like like i know that like there there's uh, there's gonna be a lot of give back in what we're doing you know what i mean there's gonna be a lot of like reciprocity when it comes to like you know what i mean like we're gonna inspire people and they, we're gonna hear people's testimonies and it's just gonna be I, I i you know what i mean like i've heard people even to speak about like our like people like they'll come off the mic and just be like you could like see it in their eyes they're like wow this is really happening in my town yeah like, I mean, so it's like you know what i mean it, i feel like it's generally we're just a part of something special you know what i mean so hey, i think amen hey, amen and um have you you know and i wanted to comment on something you said about the reading the reading thing that's crazy because um because nirvana back in the day they used to do like the reading festivals and stuff so that's what i was thinking about and i used to say the reading festival so it's kind of funny you said that too so it just reminded me of that um have you guys okay have the three of you always been in that part of pennsylvania your entire life yeah so like i'll start with me so like i moved here when I was seven, I used to live in upstate New York, and there's always a little mm. like, 
guy. Like if you're not from New if you're not from New York City, you're not from New York. So I've heard, <laughs> heard that. Yeah, <laughs> right. I've heard that. So um, I moved here when I was seven, and like I've been, I was kind of stayed in the same school district. And like when I was, I think we were in ninth grade. That's when I first met uh, Calvin because he came to the same school district as me, and I kind of just like lived in Reading. I moved out a little bit, but came back. So, you know, just mostly stayed here and kind of just see, like, you know, how, how much this place has changed and how much this place has changed me as well. Okay. I was born in um, Harlem, New York, and I lived there for about, like, two, maybe three years. Then we moved to Jersey, and then after Jersey, my parents moved back to DR for some time. My, my, my brother even started school out there. We were there for, like, about, like, a year and some change or maybe two. And after we came back from DR, I had moved to Reading, and that was around fourth mm -hmm. grade. And I met Matt after high school, actually. I met him, like, a year after I graduated, 2014. Mm. Those are the days. Yeah, I met him working at a factory. <laughs> oh. Wow, okay. And then it, the crazy thing is about me and Kyle is that we never knew each other during high school, but we hung around all the same people. <laughs> That's I crazy. I remember Nelson. Nelson don't remember me. <laughs> okay. Wow, look at that! But here you are, right? <laughs> How crazy that is! And it's interesting because it, it's like one of those things like that. Like you ever meet someone, but you don't remember how you met them, or let's say you meet someone, you're like, "Damn, I feel like I've seen you before." It was like one of those kind of situations I see, and it's interesting because um, look, look at the irony, right? Because now here you are. I remember you, but you don't remember me. But look, here we are. We're collaborating, and we're creating the safe space for comedy and, and people to have a good time. So, I mean, look at that, you know? <laughs> they, they got reacquainted through me because yeah. that, uh, Nelson – we we uh, met through the factory and stuff, and then like Calvin, he's been my friend for so long. So what's, what's crazy is I'm Nelson before I met Matt, and that's the because <laughs> I was at I was at like uh, we, there was like a satellite school because the high school was so big where we're from that like they had to create a new school. So I was born in the high school that I went. Like it's a, it was an old hospital. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's okay. not a joke. That's before, legit. Before oh my gosh. Before before I met Nelson or before I met Matt, I met Nelson for like it was like two weeks maybe that <laughs> I was that I was like at that school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, know, you have yep. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Look at that. But like yeah, look at the irony behind that. And then again, here you are doing your thing. You know, um, Angela, you had anything to add to that? Absolutely. So you know, real life gets in the way, but uh hearing everything i just really love the camaraderie of the three of you how you're pushing each other to create this future for all three of you and again things will come to you because it's not about like you said monetary gain it's about the inspiration gain the connection gain and to hear that you guys really are all about the hometown the hometown the hometown are you guys thinking about the future will you guys expand past the hometown um if you, if you need a spot in Bayonne, let me know. I, I um, the spot that I'm gonna have my open mic in, let me know. I can because they're looking for everything. They love our hour open. Yeah. <laughs> so no right, but uh, yeah, that's smart. <laughs> you know, you gotta let them know. I, I think well, yeah, I'm definitely from Cleveland. Okay, give me give me my credit, man. All right. <laughs>
I all right. I'm just kidding. No, um, <laughs> but in Bayonne though, like there is a high demand for different types of art. So I think if you guys want to try eventually expand to Bayonne, let me know, man. I got the connection. We appreciate, appreciate that. that man. I think like the biggest yeah. thing like that we want to keep like Reading home base in a sense. Yes, like, exactly. Like you know, expand out forward to kind of bring people in. Like bring mm. like like an attract. Mm. Like go out to different places and be like, oh, you liked our stuff. This is where we're going to be at. Come to us. Exactly. Yeah. Like 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 a black hole uh -huh. in a sense. Like yes. Yeah. Because Reading is not far from some of those other kind of metropolitan areas where oh. they have more. It's not right. Yeah, it's it's like an hour from Harrisburg, uh, less than an hour from Harrisburg. It's an hour from Philly. You got okay, Al that's a little bit more more of, of a clout city than Harrisburg. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, if you're from PA, Harrisburg is. Harrisburg. I know that's a capital. I know say capitals, man. Yeah. <laughs> See, oh, there you go. Very nice. Very nice. You got. I'm a teacher by trade. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you had looked that up though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare <laughs> question my my understanding of the state capital. Like, now. Look, you have jokes. Biology, we, we science. <laughs> but you guys, you said a lot of important things that I think I would just want to remind everybody what was really powerful about why we're connecting to the three of you tonight. Um, first of all, I love this kind of Ocean's Eleven thing that you guys got going on, where you each have your own expertise. You know what everybody's doing. You probably all have a say in what everybody's doing, but one person's in charge and that's their focus. Like Andy, that's really like, everybody's doing everybody's job. You're not gonna get anywhere. Where the three of you are very smart about what you're doing. So you have that going for you. And that's really good collaboration. And I definitely wanna get into how the three of you work together. Um, and two, which because I'm gonna come back to one. Two is all about the connection you're making, being open to poetry. How was that? How was that when the poet came up? I know you guys talked about it briefly, but to be open to that, how was that? Like uh, you did a great, create a good vibe in the energy? Well, actually, um, even before that, the poet that came yesterday mm -hmm. um, had a mixed mic last, the, the last week. And with how many poets there? Like five, maybe six poets there. Yeah. Um, and it was mixed with like a poet, then a comic, a poet, and a comic. And I feel, um, like I said earlier, I feel like we create uh, a positive environment for everybody mm -hmm. to those that nobody feels any negative ways about performing. And even if somebody's nervous, everybody will cheer them on. So mm -hmm. I feel like everybody just plays off everybody else's emotions. So if everybody, if they're happy, it makes this group happy then everybody starts talking get real interactive which creates for a great show and the kind of bounce off to what he was saying is like when we first started like we were we mostly just open mic for comedy but they were both saying like even in the crowd they're like oh like you know the comedy's great all but like, we kind of like, do like poetry and stuff so we had like a little like snippet of like okay you know we can do different venues people are interested mm -hmm. the atmosphere is great so people are coming out and they want to do different things and like we're starting to see like this might slowly evolve to be more than just doing comedy it's just all about of art because people, people need this people need this they need yes. a place to be to mm -hmm. be together and you guys mentioned that earlier instead of just going to a bar going to bar this is something to do this is something people are growing yeah from. now let's go back to the collaboration for a second Wait, I just want to say something. I'm. Oh, go ahead, I just want to say one thing to add on to what you said. 
because who's to say and it just came to me now because of what you just said um you guys are doing this right let's say i'm just some random joe schmo i'm there and what if let's say i'm a guy that likes to make people laugh i would like to do something like that but i wouldn't know how to go about that i walk into the bar one day and i see you guys doing your thing I'm looking at this like, damn, you know what? And then while you guys are doing the open mic, the guys doing the thing, all of a sudden you tell, hey, if you're here for side, this is our story quick, you know, and you blah, 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 right? But it, it just hearing that, that person might be like, damn, you know what? They can do it while I can get into that. You know, it might motivate them to want to maybe step out of their shell and, and, and maybe they want to do their own thing. Maybe they want to start actually getting out of their comfort zone and be like, you know what, I want to start doing comedy too because I like to do, I like to, I, I like to make people laugh and stuff like that. So why, why I can't do it? They got their story and that's amazing, you know? And I'm thinking in that same regard, I think that's also important to the fact that what you guys are doing might motivate somebody else to want to do the same thing. And then the more, the more, the more, the, 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 the better, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I kind of like, give you a little walkthrough, like, like how the mic usually starts. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm the host, and then Nelson charges the signups and stuff. So, like, you know, we'll be right there, and we'll have people coming in, and we'll have uh, people who are like interested. They're like, oh, like I never heard about this place. You guys are doing like this and that. That's awesome. And then like, they'll they'll see more people coming up. They'll see the atmosphere, and then I've I've seen it happen where. They'll go up to Nelson and be like, you know what? Just, just put me on, man. Just, just sign me up. I want to try. And it's so it's so beautiful and organic, too. And while all that's happening, wow. there's a great job interacting with the crowd and getting a better idea of what they want to hear for the next mic or, or in the future. And that's how we started getting that idea for the mixed mic because a lot of people were coming up to uh, Cal saying that they were interested in Yeah. I mean, like, so... I mean, so back to like kind of uh, going a little bit backward, but not too far. Like, I'm a second generation Jamaican. Uh, I was, I was, I was, I was born in Reading. So, like, you know what I mean? Uh, like, in, like, in, like, in, like the, like uh, maybe like three blocks from where we do our mic. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like it's it's not even like you could probably like you could see where I was born. You know what I mean from the mic. Uh, but. Um, I think again, like like Reading is not like this like super kind of like hunky dory place. Like you know what I mean? We and Pennsylvania just in general, like we there's this uh, but like there's hardworking people. Um and a lot of people get it out the mud. So you know what I mean? Like a lot of the time, uh people don't got folks. You know what I mean? Like they just trying to they just trying to sing out their heart, they're trying to they're trying to scream on the mic, you know, they they're trying to they like they trying to you they want you to feel them, you know what I mean? So um, I think that just like with the little bit of makeup that our city has, um, like we like we definitely have support people there. Uh, but I think a lot of there's a lot of hardship there as well. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of beautiful stories as well. A lot of sad stories. But I think that that kind of just like when you when we had that, that transition from because I kind of held my breath when we had that transition from a comedian to a poet and like. It was like the person was like sitting there writing the joke that was going to transition them into their set, and the energy didn't drop at all. Mm. You know what I mean? If anything, mm. and I'm like, I'm just sitting there, like in the background, like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And it just goes to show that people won't, 
or into what we what we what we provide. <coughs> so yeah. a space to you know do comedy, poetry, sing their songs, do covers of music, yeah, all anything that they just want to display their talent and they need a place to do that. So that we're we're the spot that they can do that. And and the audience is just as important too because like people are like I don't have the talent, but like I want to see something. I'm tired of just watching going to a bar and watching the game on TV. Like, I want to see something happen. And like, you know, for me, I always, cause I've always loved comedy ever since, even before I tried it. So like, I always mm. love watching perform, like on like, you know, on Comedy Central, Netflix and all that. And like, you know, there is that connection watching the show, but going to an actual open mic and having like that experience live, you're hearing like inside jokes, you're able right. to really like, feel like I've been somewhere that's like, very different that like no one else can really say they saw that like i was there i saw that so it's really cool to see a lot of like reoccurring audience members and a lot of new people come like oh wow like you know what's next week going to be like like is someone going to say like is someone going to have like a really awesome poem or someone going to say like this like hilarious joke and then like now we have like this little extra like snippet of it little inside joke with it too so it's really cool to really see like this atmosphere atmosphere always change but it still be consistent of like this is who what we're trying to do mm. Mm. okay okay yeah i definitely admire that any thoughts angela absolutely of course you know i have thoughts andy too many thoughts to really say right now, but, um, thoughts out. yeah i gotta let them out but um Again, I really think the fact that you are diversifying into all medium opportunity, that is just going to create that expansion. And um, Calvin, I got to say, I was kind of disappointed you didn't want to share your story because I think that story is probably very important to the whole collection of who we are talking to today. But I actually want to go back to my first thought. Andy and I we actually are perfect strangers. We've never met until after we started working together. I never knew him from a hole in the wall. Um, and we had to develop, you know, rapport and consistency just through this. You guys are friends from like a long time ago. Have you guys ever had an issue coming to an agreement on something? Did you, have you ever, guys ever had a tip, a fight? <laughs> like, did anybody, somebody say I'm, I'm out of the group and then they came back? Like, what? let's hear something. Something good happened. Oh, happened. Right. Well, she wants some kind of dark biblical like genesis like <laughs> revelations like we we've argued we argued about yo even what she wants the leviticus too man like what's going on here the old testament no i mean like when you know someone for so long i'm sure you guys can understand that you know how people process and people think and like you know sometimes we may we all have the same goal but we may be thinking in different perspectives so that's where you do get that clash but it's all out of love there's no point where it's like we may have like an argument disagreement and we're like i never want to call you again unfollow me like it's all understanding like we're here to get to one place we may have different routes that we've we think <coughs> we should take but we all know where the goal's going so right that, like having that you know having that back and forth that push and pull really lets everyone know like okay like we agree on like certain ideas but maybe other ideas might not work and it's funny because like you know because of us being able to you know um have this point of like contention we've seen the evolution of mnc and of our mic grow into something that like is has momentum yeah so i really feel like being able to not just like you know have yes men around you helps everyone grow 
the DNA. Mm. That's because like we've known each other for so long. I, I feel like going into like a business together um, makes it a little hard sometimes to agree because everybody has a voice, everybody wants to be heard, and all that stuff. But you've done a great job of like figuring it out and understanding that when we disagree on something, it's not. I'm not trying to like personal. Yeah, like yeah. be personal or or discourage you or anything. We just want to get on the same page. And we've mm -hmm. had, you know, we've had talks. You know, um, every 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 team has their situations and stuff. But we we do a great job of overcoming all that. So. Yeah. Amen. So I mean, uh, uh, hold on, Andy. Andy, I gotta say something. Because uh, um, there's three of y'all. Yeah. Do two gang up on one, or because you guys have your own um, kind of focus, that it makes it easier for those decisions to be had. And also, does he make you call him the principal comedian? Is that like how like Matt? It makes concerned? me feel better. Like, it does make me feel better. I'm not gonna like lie. in meetings. You have to refer to him as such. And if so, what are your titles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, for me, I, I, I say that master primary comedian because I'm not gonna lie and say I'm a comedian. Like I'm pretty funny. Like when we're at a function and we're just having a good time. Answer. I, comedy is a really talented profession, Absolutely. and I would never want. Absolutely. But and and does and that, does it? Well, I want to say this too because uh, going back to the whole experience of why we're actually here tonight. I was actually very hesitant to actually want to perform because I did not want to disrespect the craft because I honor the craft. I respect the craft. I've watched as many probably comedy things as maybe Matt has, but again, I have no ambition to be a comedian. I think I'm funny at times, but I know my students tell me I'm not, but it's okay. <laughs> um, I'm funny to me, but I, that's why I, I was hesitant. So again, I, I hear that there's an academic academia to comedy. Right. But, is there but that's kind of like, no, that's kind of like, I know um, Johnny Depp had a similar story, even though he wanted to do music, but he ended up doing acting instead. But he said he didn't, he, he, he had so much respect for the industry of music and, um, and there's so much respect for the acting industry that he didn't want to disrespect it. That's why he never, let's say, stopped this and, and to transition to music. He just had too much respect for it. So I think in that same way, that's what you're talking about too, right? You feel like you respect it so much that you didn't want to feel like you were disrespecting the the art of comedy and the art of poetry and stuff like that, right? That's, that's what you're getting at too, Angela. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh God, she was like, yes, like what? Like, oh, okay, you were muted. I get it. No, I just was trying to be very Angela-like and very concise. You know, uh, I, I, you know, we, uh, Matt's the comedian. Uh, Nelson's Timothy. <laughs> um uh and I'm I'm Lord Bush. <laughs> but yeah, oh, no, thank I'm, you for the monikers. Yeah. Thank you. That's not the uh, we are, when you guys come together. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nelson's that's awesome. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, that's what I think it comes down to. Okay, um sorry. but yeah, not like I mean it, we I've I've had to humble myself uh, a couple of times just because like if they mean and they and they 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 do they do good with like and I don't want to make it sound like uh, the wrong way but like these are my boys so they know who I am and you know what I mean I I'm going off on tangents for 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 as, as far as you can imagine you know what I mean so they like we all oh like, I bet I can go a lot further than ever you've ever gone as far as tangents are well, concerned right Andy well, I make a whole podcast you better, you, better, you better come on these mics uh, but uh like yeah not nah, like they. 
they, uh, I think we all just like, we keep each other grounded. You know what I mean? Like, and we like, we keep each other humble. And uh, I think that's, I think that's like our strength. You know what I mean? I think that's like, that's, that's our, that's our strength. I think that's what like really is making everything work right can, now. Can I disagree with you, but only because I think that uh, is a, a byproduct of what your real strength is. And that is the fact that you love what you're doing and you're doing it for a good reason. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Sorry, I'm disagreeing with you, but I'm also agreeing that the, the humility comes as a byproduct oh, yeah. of that. Yeah, no, I definitely see that. And like, you know, it's funny that you're saying like, you know, a Hilarious. lot of people. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Like, Jack. Man, you, you don't want to like disrespect the craft, but it's a bit of a tangent. But like, I, I know a couple comedians who are like they're in it for it, but their some of their act is crazy disrespectful. <laughs> so, oh wow! That, but that's the thing with comedy. So it's like you know, the, it it can it is structured. Like you know, especially for me, like when I I have my set, I have my jokes that. But again, man, it's it's. A lot of a lot of times I've seen it where they just go for it, get that good reaction, and it's interesting to always see like different blends of like make like like for like different blends of comedians coming together and just seeing how like you're seeing like different styles. Someone who's just like vulgar, crazy mm -hmm. stuff, get a reaction, stuff or like who are amazing storytellers who are able to like really like give you this vivid picture subvert you to give you that laugh and then you know mm. have and that's just okay. that you have the conversational comedians and then you also have comedians that wrote every single word and they memorize every single word that they wrote mm. and that's a different style as well mm -hmm. so same, same with poetry yes yeah, it's the same with poetry too yeah. so it's like you have to come together and that's why like i said before like you know poetry and comedy they're on uh different sides of a coin but still the same coin so like you mm. really and if we to, come like, together we can make a lot of cash <laughs> the whole coins working together right andy oh there you go yeah if it makes dollars it makes sense right is that what it is since the benjamin i love it bro yeah I, I love benjamin we just don't have a lot of it unfortunately i see too much andrew jackson's and and ulysses s grant's <laughs> And too many Benjamin Franklins. I mean, no, too many um, um George Washingtons and Abraham Lincolns. Those guys are first open mic soon, right? Wait, that again? That what? Doing your first open mic soon? Yeah, on the twentieth. Yes, everybody is welcome. Yes, yeah. Hey, yeah. If you guys are free, event is free. Uh, if you want to sign up, just DM us, and you're more than welcome to attend. I mean, it'll be something different. Why not? Yeah. But not just that. As people who have been establishing a regular open mic, what is the best piece of advice you can give to Andy and myself so we yes. don't fuck um, up? Yeah, because this is my first time hosting any kind of event, period. Like, I've been part of an event, but not hosting one and creating one. So that's a big difference. Okay. Yeah, it's great, because that was my first question. So you're going to be the host. So... As the host, as I am also a host, and the best advice I could give you, like, understand, like, you have control. So, like, the energy you give off is what's directed by everybody else. And, you know, when trying to get established, I've learned, especially because, like, I've done for other mics, but not doing for my mic, that it's about having that type of um, connection with the people so that they're like, oh, my gosh, like, even though I don't want to perform, I want to come and see you guys. And you're always willing, accepting, and I know for me, like, I always try to have 
you know, the welcoming energy and I want everyone to come up. And like, I've even spoken to people who were like hesitant to sign up. I'm like, hey man, it's an open mic. And that's why I always tell people, it's an open mic. Anything is accepted, allowed. Like we're here, not only are people working on their stuff, but we're here to have uh, have ex freedom of expression and freedom of art. So always just keeping like those open arms in a sense and always having, you know, fun and everyone has different ways of making it fun and you know finding your own crap your own niche on like what makes your mic the mic that everyone wants to come to and, you know for us it's not, it's having a great atmosphere it's having incorporating you know like the, the venue we're at and you know incorporating you know like good times good vibes and just really finding our niche within as well so i think the first few weeks for you guys you're going to be like wow, this is great, this is awesome, but then you'll really see, like, all right, this is, like, it's not consistent. We can see how to improve on it, too. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Take note. Um, always have fun. That's what I can always say. So if you have fun, everyone else is going to have fun. So Amen. Relevant. Being fun, not serious, because I've seen mics where, like, Serious, serious, serious. Like you get the five minutes, and if you go over five minutes, I'm gonna berate you. Like no, let let there be flexibility. Exactly. So I, you guys mentioned the venue. Although, I, please let me know if there's more advice to be had because I'm uh, all about learning. But we're saying about um for our first two or three open months, we had a separate notebook that we would just write notes and interacting out and what they liked, what they may thought that could be improved and um what they wanted to see on stage and mm -hmm. that really helped us you know accept and propel our mic to uh, where it is today amen so, so I, that's incredible i think that's really important to have that extra set of notes because your memory might not remember those things that you remember in the moment especially when it comes to not the craft itself but the organization or the structure or, oh we should have put the table over here or the mic was bad over this side or whatever those little things they do add up and they do matter of course um, yeah. can we talk about the venue because i feel like i have not had an opportunity to ask you about again if you are just joining us or if you're watching the replay and you're anywhere near the state of pennsylvania or anywhere near the city of reading pennsylvania on thursdays thursdays thursday every thursday you can go and participate or at least hang out with these three down here next to me um it's comedy it, there's a comedy focus but they are open to poetry they're not closed off they're not closed-minded but can you talk about the name of the venue and the venue itself and what you love about the venue yeah, so uh, the venue is called Reading the Ceiling Guild. The biggest thing that we all liked about it is that it's in the heart of the city. Yeah. Like so it's, you're right there. So you're able to really, like, as you're driving in, you get to see, like, what Reading's all about. You get to go in, you get, like, and going into the venue itself, like, it's a beautiful view. It's a beautiful view. And, like, just like how we like to have multiple types of, like, mediums and art, art is all around the place. Mm. You know, they have beautiful they have a beautiful scenery they have beautiful paintings everywhere you can see posters flyers you know you get to really feel like you're not only part of this venue but kind of like in a sense like a like a mini museum of reading yeah like you're able to really see like what makes this place all about you have like uh photos and posters of like the railroad because like oh you know, reading railroad you've all played monopoly like hey like we're, we're yeah so and um you know it just really just gives people a good perspective of like what this city is about. Cause I mean, you know, if you 
Google Reading, Pennsylvania, you might not get like the best uh, view of us, but really coming into the mic and seeing us, you can see like, oh, like these are just passionate, caring, exciting, energetic, and creative people. And I think the best part for me is like the way this venue is set up is like it has two floors. So like you got like the floor, the first floor where we're at, perfect, mm -hmm. for like an open mic, but there's an upstairs part where we're, where you can do like big shows, showcases, oh. have a more intimate, but very amazing setup and stage. And like it's, we're really able to incorporate a lot of things we want to do just in this venue alone and help us, like I said, create the base in Reading right here at the Reading Distilling Guild. And wow. space and you, oh, I'm sorry. No, I just want to say you definitely will get a sense of downtown Reading because of all the stop signs. You can't help but take notice <laughs> of all the beauty that is around there. Because if you haven't been to Reading, check it out. Stop signs galore. But it's fun. It's great. And again, you can go to the heart of the city on Thursdays. And what time was that? Uh, so we do, like, I, we always say open doors, 730. Uh, sign up to eight and then the show <laughs> starts at eight thirty. but we kind of just we depending yeah. on the i start a little bit later so you know try to get here at eight thirty, and then you will we'll, we'll start when we feel everyone's all ready to go sometimes life happens and you're running so yeah. we don't mind starting a little late if we have to yeah. because but that's the funny thing about the vibe you all are creating and that's that cool vibe that we're here to be together and we're going to be together when we feel like it because people are getting settled in now um nelson i think or calvin we were cutting you off before what were you going to say um i think that like the space is a canvas so like when when i was having what like when i remember i remember like about two years ago i was like man i think i think we're ready to do something in town you know what i mean and I was like, he was like, but where? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, bro, like we could just add like, like I've been in like the food and like restaurant and customer service industry forever. So I tripped over the Reading Railroad walking to work so many times, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, like, I was like, you know what I mean? Like there has been times at the Reading Distillery Guild when uh, they've had like, uh, like art bazaars, they've had uh, fashion shows, they've had, everything so like that space is almost like a canvas you know what i mean and people just come and the 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 uh the one of the owners uh uh, uh chris flowers like he's from the city so like he's like he's living a hood dream within mm -hmm. himself like so it's just like he's kind of leading the way and you know what i mean um like we have so many people that are doing it on like their own and just pushing themselves forward and that that's kind of like a church almost in our like city mm. amongst creative. Mm. So like to have that, that as like our starting venue is like nuts for me. Like every Thursday, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, it's a beautiful blessing. Yeah. It don't feel real sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy that we have that venue to do our, um, our, our mics because before I even, before we even started this, I used to drive by the building guild with my cousin all the time, we always say like, damn, I wonder what's over there. Cause the light is beautiful. The the, the view there is beautiful. It looks like mm -hmm. a great time. And a couple of years later now we're hosting events there. So yeah, it, it's- Oh my gosh, Andy, this is so incredible. Yeah. Um, I just have a few more things because unfortunately with all the crazy like shenanigans that happened at the beginning, you know, I think we're maybe even close to over that hour mark. But, um, but I wanted to ask this, or actually, no, I want to make this point, Andy. Again, it's the love that you have for the city 
that's what I find really admirable that you guys are building a community that's going to then of course add more to it. And you, you seem to have the same feeling about Bayonne and that's why you chose to host our first open mic in yes. your hometown. And, and again, and his wife is actually found out yeah. that there was interest from the public. So yeah. I'm seeing that you probably are also gaining that same interest from around because again, the people who are from Reading are staying in Reading and they're living in Reading and they want to bleed goodness into Reading. So Andy, you want to talk about Bayon real quick? Um, yeah, no, um, yeah, no, no. So I've lived there for five years, but I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. Um, it's a different dynamic and, you know, it's mostly quiet. So it's like, it, it's not, it's like suburbanish, but it has like some kind of a city-ish life, but not too crazy because there's like this one strip called Broadway and it's just pretty much mom and pop shops, 99 cent store, Walmart and all this other stuff. And, um, to me personally, it's too quiet, right? But when I was doing Unrivaled Influence, when I first rebranded this and everything like that, something I always wanted to do was to give back, right? To have a voice be heard. So one day, this, um, as far as like this um, open mic, this all started from a joke that my brother-in-law said, right? He said, oh yeah, um, I'm part of an open mic. I got booed off the stage at Shorty's. Like that was just a joke. Like, he always likes to crack jokes. And I'm just like, like, but then in that joke, I said, wait a second, but what if, right? Because there was only one other place that had an open mic one time, but then that was it, never happened again. And I'm like, wait a minute. So there's this community in on Facebook called Bayonne Talks. And she was asking, just random, hey, is there a place for open mics here in Bayonne? And nobody, and everybody said, oh no, uh, there used to be just this one, but that was it. And they were all like, oh, but man, that'd be cool to have something like that here. And so many people commented, and my wife was telling me about it. And I was like, okay, so this is a high demand for that. So that's, and then that's when I realized and when, when me and Angela was talking to the bartender, the people who own the bar that we're going to have the place at, um, you know, they always do karaoke nights. They have a pool league, but no one ever did have open mic there. And it seems to be a high demand. It seems to be something that, oh, wait, we never did that before. And as I was bringing the flyers and the posters over there, um, the owner was actually excited for this event because this is something that's never been done before. And I figured, hey, if there's one thing that's missing in this town is art, poetry, music. That's missing, right? Because they have the farmer's market. They sell stuff once in a while. But they don't have art. They don't have, like, a place like that. Because I'm used to New York. So, you know, there's the comedy clubs and yeah. there's the Broadway theaters and all this shit, right? But, yo, but they don't have, you know, they, oh, and then there's even bars that will host, like, like wrestling events in New York. This is all New York, but they don't have stuff like that in Bayonne. And I feel like it, I, I wanted to take advantage of that. And that's why I feel like, you know what, I feel like one thing about Bayonne, I, and I don't want to talk about, about Bayonne, but it's a very politically correct town. <laughs> like you it's one of those play i was like bro I, I was one time like for example one day i was like hey what's going on boss and say like, yo no i'm not your boss bro like i'm like okay like i wasn't trying to offend nobody but i feel like there's so much um i don't want to say negative it's just the vibe just weird right and it's something i always wonder why that is right i'm not saying new york is any better either but bayonne is just a whole different thing and i'm just like if I could bring art in a positive aspect, because I know there's a high demand, I know making a lot 
lasting impact would be important because I've done it here. We, we've done it here on the Instagram poetry community, but I wanted to expand outside of that. And I seen everybody else starting to do things. And I'm just like, you know, if Unravels could do something, it would be that. And when I when me and Angela went to the owners, you know, and we, we spoke and they're like, oh, Vega, I think that's a great idea because you're doing something nice, something different for the community. And it's open to the public too on top of that. So um, like I said, let's see what happens. Yeah. But I know there's a lot of people coming. <laughs> that I'm like, okay. Uh, I was like, Angela, I think you might have overbooked, but it but is what it is. Um, you know why no you one's... overbooked? Because half of them aren't going to show up, at least. You know how, how it goes. Nah. Uh, come on. We nah, I... But uh, Andy brought up a good point. But the point the is, owners yeah. of, of the bar said the same thing to us. They asked about atmosphere. Are you? Here's what I'm concerned about as the bar owner, that maybe some of the patrons don't like what's being said. What, what's your plan? You know, so... And for Andy to bring up the political correctness, they were very concerned about the lack of diversity as far as their uh, clientele might not be open to some of the words, but I'm like, no, it's gonna be fine. But what I wanted to say about that is actually, was writing like that, go ahead. I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm gonna be, this may be the real, the realest broadest part of this. Honestly, you gotta just let it rock. Like you can't like, cause at the end of the day, if they're making money, they're not gonna sit there and talk. They're not gonna like, it's not gonna, no matter what what the few say you know what i mean if they if they if that if that place is packed and they're selling beers and they're selling mm -hmm. liquor at the end of the day, it's not gonna matter what one person has to say like and you got to be bold oh, to culture absolutely you can't you can't sit there and be of mice of men like you got to be you got to go in there with, with your boots on and, oh, and yeah. to, like you know what i mean this is what's gonna happen you know i teach but, ninth graders dude i can i can control a room Okay. All right. All right. I can control the room. But um, they were actually just concerned because they wanted to support us because they wanted to have that same art infusion. But I really want to go back to your side of town before we close shop. Are you guys feeling the same? Are, is the community accepting? Is writing like ready for this? Or are you guys experiencing some of that? Um, wait, wait a second. So, like, for me as a host, and kind of like, I, I, I give thing like reading definitely i don't we were not really like a politically correct area like you know anything gets said anything gets said and like as a host you got a little advice for you guys like i'll have people come up to me like oh like it's all right if i say this if i say that and like i'm like hey anything goes like if you're doing comedy if it's funny it's funny and like if it's poetry it's meaningful, it's meaningful. so that's where it's like you have to control there and kind of like what calvin was saying is like you could be the eye of that storm in a sense mm -hmm. you could really change that atmosphere just with your place and you're only doing it for a day so like even if the patrons are like oh i don't like today but you have a whole new you have whole new people coming in and mm -hmm. like if the money is louder than them being offensive why worry yeah amen everybody eats <laughs> you know yeah I, I sometimes feel like there there isn't a line that can't be crossed because like there's so much diversity and everyone knows like you know when you when you hear a comedian say a joke like if you if it's funny, it's funny, but like, mm -hmm. if it's funny, they're gonna know. Cause they'll say the crazy stuff and not get a reaction like, oh, well, you know, it just didn't land. So being, having the audience with their own presence, have their own say, it kind of gives that somewhat of a filter in a sense, but like also putting your foot down and saying like, you know, we're not gonna bend to the knee of people who are feel offensive. Everyone here is having a great time. We're gonna keep doing this because we know that it's gonna be, 
Yeah. Mm. No, and I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I think that's important, you know. Um, I'm all about, you know what, whatever happens, happens at the end of the day. I know we're all going to have a good time. Because I feel like one thing I've learned in life, whether it's a job or the surrounding circle, there's always going to be that one person or that few couple of people here and there. But that should not deter the outcome, right? I always feel like, okay, that's just one of those obstacles that happens. But now we're going to make the best of it. And we're going to – and I've had situations like that too, even on this platform, you know, like it, 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 online – but we managed to overcome it and we're still growing no matter what. It's just little stepping stones that we have to go through sometimes just to get to where we want to go to. So at the end of the day, you know, everything you said was just spot yeah. on. Yeah. And again, there's so many different people doing so many different creative things, whether you're building it in your hometown and people are coming to you and, or if you're somebody like me who refuses to, uh, try and be who they are in their hometown and they just go far far away and and then they know who they are you know what i mean there's so many different people poets don't travel some comedians do um i don't think we want to get into that but andy what do you want to start wrapping some stuff up because here's what i want to ask the three of them before you do your whole spiel you guys have been friends for a long time and that's what's made it easier additionally if you guys are just joining us we are talking to mnc Corporation, which is this amazing trio, and they're not all comedians. No, no, no. But they are all funny. And they all have pure intentions of being who they are and creating that space for people to be there. Down the line, what is next? Like, where are you going to build from here? Well, well, we have a couple of coming up right now. So in October 28th, Saturday, we have a, a Halloween ba- showcase for comedians where everybody's going to be able to dress up and you know have a good time anything you want to add about that uh yeah so like i said this is, instead of like an open showcase so we have like comedians who are there uh they're doing their stuff they're actually in costume and they're going to perform there in that costume it's going to be retained to that and then we're also going to have like you know after the show we're going to uh, have like a like dance the night away we're gonna have a lot of music we're gonna be able to like you know have uh, there's a good entertainment time for that 28th on that saturday but we're also like expanding on more like having more interactive events with people whether it be like, doing like you know board games and stuff like that really having more interaction with the audience instead of them just sitting down listening they're actually the hook this, why else why else would i want to be there? exactly also we're, trying, also, we're trying to reach out to um, different demographics. So I work at a center for kids, and once a month, we, um, from 8 to 12, midnight, we have a, an event called Nights at the Rec, where kids, instead of being in the street, they'll come to the rec, play basketball, play games, stay off the street, and enjoy activities. So my job knows about what I do with FC, and they want us to have a youth mic for the, for the teenagers and high schoolers so we're going to work on that for november and try to reach these kids mm-hmm. oh my gosh that's hey, incredible i definitely want to hear more about that when you do that because that's just that tugs at my heartstrings but Annie, actually this is my last question for the three of them and it's really not technically for matt but i'm gonna ask the other two but it really is about more of the comedian side so i know for a quasi fact that poets can do comedy it can be done but can po- comedians do poetry 
Yeah, no, like I like I said before, like Matt floored me. Um, I don't know, Matt. You wanna you wanna bust that joint out online? Um, <laughs> yeah, I got it right here. Hold on. Yeah, we about to we about to bring it right to y'all live. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Oh no! Yeah, no, I, that's what I'm trying to say. Like so wait, I never like he, I I must I must have missed this because I had to go pick up my children from the football game that ended apparently. And nobody told me. No, you're good. Did, what happened with this poem? There's a poetry story. Like he wrote a poem. And it's so good. Well, yeah, no, nah, like, like, so, so, yeah, no, nah, like, uh, nah, Matt, Matt's a, Matt is just a box of surprises. So, like, I mean, like, I've known Matt, again, since I was in the ninth grade. Mm -hmm. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, just watching everything evolve. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and he was hosting, he didn't, and he didn't talk to us about dropping a poem on us. So, like, we're like, all right, we've seen Matt, like, do his little hosting bit, like, at that point, seven times. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, and he's, oh, yeah, but by the way, I'm feeling something. And he just, just and he just dropped people. it on us, and I was like, "Whoa, wait!" You know, I'm so point. mad I missed this discussion in the beginning because now, now this is the real story here. Okay, yeah, but not we have a poem here. I mean, okay. but, but before I start to answer your question, yes, I do think comedians can do poetry. Like, um, like yesterday, we were telling uh, Andy that like there was a comedian who did like a funny poem and it killed. But like, you can also do poem with like meaning sustenance so this doesn't have a title but like i feel like you guys can definitely resonate so uh, i'll just start with this so i've prophesized my demise a hundred times to find the step to take for a peaceful mind yet i've swept towards my vice entangled myself with mice i am called the rat king i sit on my throne of vile and debauchery telling myself i found prosperity looking up at a sky i'll truly never see Echoes of laughter in my chamber, I struggle to remember. Dark, cold, silent are my thoughts. Though I see a speck of light from afar, I unravel my crown of vermin to take steps out to see the speck grow. I ask to wait, hold on, don't go. My hesitation has shackled my legs as the statue I'm frozen through, though my consciousness is still in motion. Feeling tails coil around me, bringing me back to where I started. I wake up in my room, my clock says to me, good afternoon. Another day has been taken from me, by me, my own worst enemy. Though I may have lost this battle, I feel a sense of calm as the war goes on. As each second passes, know there are more coming our way. 24 hours is short, but I still will have a long day. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Oh, you know what I'm saying? I, I got I, 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 I a white flag to wave the white flag. I, I mean, I can't even say anything. He just don't take my words way more than I <laughs> destroyed comedy. I, I retire. I retire. I read. <laughs> sorry, Rainier, but I retire from poetry. So, um, <laughs> Matt, have you ever considered uh, becoming a poet as opposed to a comedian? <laughs> um, I think he's a. Uh, 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 oh my god, I'm trying to, I was trying to put two words together to one. Uh, it's hard. A poet. <laughs> I think he's a poet. He's a comedian oh, and a poet. That's stoppable right there. That's a stoppable comment. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Does that, um, does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, that answered my question. I, I can't even hate. I can't even make fun. That was pretty fucking good. The Rat King, the clock. I mean, can you post that on yeah. I need to reread that and really take that in and dissect who this person is who wrote this poem, whether it's you or a character in your mind that just had to pull some stuff out 
from the inside because yeah hey Adam is a collaborator on that um yeah we gotta feature that on our page bro if you don't mind that's great it's very rare but sometimes I'm wrong I can post that on my page and then I can send you like a script as well you can post on your page too so like you know I just think you know like for me just being like an artist itself like you're always able to just go to different meetings how just like flex that creative muscle and being able to do that yeah out of that create and getting out of that one box that you know you're comfortable in to get into something else is i always try to do because like i remember before i even did like this whole open mic stuff me and nelson used to rap oh oh my god i want to hear some of this forget the poetry let's go back let's go to this <laughs> it's a thing but like it's it's just like we're able to really be expressive and stuff God, I'm joking. <laughs> and i just I, I just always feel that like being able to just just whatever you're passionate about just do it and then you're able to really see like your talent grow and I, I do think like there I, there could be a niche for me to also do comedy as well just to you know express that muscle because they both can work at the same time because I feel like I can make a joke about the poem I made yeah. and like vice versa and like some of my some of my jokes can be turned into like very meaningful poetry as well so for anyone that's listening you know if you think you can only do comedy or you think you can only do poetry just take another perspective of it and really see what you can do I think you'll be surprised. Absolutely. Uh, do you guys have anything else to add to that? Because I know Andy's going to go and do our traditional last uh, question closure. But uh, do you guys have anything else to add to that? No. Okay. That was everything. Yeah. Nah, so, um, nah, so th thank you guys for showing up tonight. Despite the technical. Di okay, here we go. I'm frozen. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry. Okay. Um, despite the technical difficulties. Um, I just want to thank you guys for just, you know, saying yes to us and having this conversation with us about, you know, what inspired you to do everything and the different things you can do. And, because this is very important, right? Providing that place to ha be a voice of the voiceless is important, you know, where if if a person never found their voice, then they can find their voice now. And I think that's very important. So thank you so much um, for that. So. I always ask everybody, I, I, I feel like I say this exactly the same way. I always ask everybody this, um, after you, you know, we live on, we die, we're not here in this life anymore. What would you like to leave behind? What do you hope for as far as, as a, a lasting impact or just, just anything that when people talk about you guys, right, what would you like to be remembered for and why? I think we should give our own, own separate answer. So let's, I want to see you work out. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I mean, so for me, like, uh, just like a, just like without getting too deeply into my story, like, uh, uh, like I did say, like I'm a second generation Jamaican, so like, uh, just like breaking these like different chains of like uh, poverty and just like, um, like, just being like a trailblazer with my little family unit, because a lot of the time people don't they go down the trails they know. You know, so I mean, just like trying to create a new path, um, and not, not just for not just for uh, people that are directly with, within my family, just like people that that are within my community. So, if I could speak like like for myself, that's what I want. 
Um, but I mean, if we could do that at, at, at the MNC level, I think that that is also beautiful too. I, I think like a lot of what we have in mind is not really been done before. So, you know I mean? Just trying to just push, push the limits, you know? But that's bad. <laughs> um, uh, pretty much capitalizing on what Cal said also, um, just so people can know that just because you might not see the light at the end of the tunnel right now doesn't mean that it's not there because i feel like individually all three of us have gone through so much mm -hmm. to get to this point which i feel like is a big reason that we got together and started this and we want to show people that you can ex express yourself the way you want to and believe in what you believe in and everything's going to turn out okay and you'll always have a platform to do that again yeah. And I, I think for me, I definitely resonate with both of them, but mine might be a little bit different. I just want people to, when they hear MNC, you know, know that we tried yeah. and yeah. and that, that since we tried, we were able to do. And even putting out of my perspective, they want to know, like, who is Matthew? Who is Gary? I want them to be like, oh, that's, I want my name bigger than the guy from my Carly. That's like another thing, too. <laughs> I really want them to know when they think kind of like in hercules like i want my name to be painted in, in the stars mm. and know that, like my that got me here is something that can be replicated too so it's not just oh it was a one-time flu right place right time there's effort to make time to be the right yeah. sorry i, oh, I reacted oh. because our earlier um person that we interviewed from project 1111 the same question was asked and he basically said one sentence that i tried in my life and i, I was like what the hell are you kidding me because you're doing more than that so when you started with a try i'm like oh no here we go again <laughs> people who just say they want to try when it's really so much more than that andy i know you were going to close it out right now so just thank you guys so much uh definitely want to reach out definitely see you guys on thursdays in reading pennsylvania but you can always check them out online and there's merch for sale always check out the merch the merch the merch and we trying to no doubt so try to get to 100 uh followers on instagram so all right follow guys come on you heard them you heard it right here on Revelin floor That's like so guys thank you so much for just so we gotta get them to 100 yeah I, I, we can't do this for nothing yeah mm -mm, come on. let's do 200. We love each other. Run it up. <laughs> thank you. Word. No doubt. So thank you so much, guys. Have a good night. And just for those uh, messages, I'll just announce it quick. Um, at, um, this is the end of season seven. Um, and after tonight, we are actually going to go on a hiatus from going live just so we can get ready for the open mics. Um, we also have other stuff going on that we have to work on, and we also have uh, pre-recorded episodes that will be released for season eight that people are now on Instagram, but will be released on the podcast and stuff like that. And yes, these episodes will be on the podcast. Just wait for it this weekend and let it drop there soon. Um, yeah, so we will return to going lives on on uh, December. That's when we return. Um, that will give us a chance to like recalibrate ourselves a little bit, to restructure a little bit, to see where we want to do next, how we want to do it next, and see where we need to be. So, um, so guys, thank you so much. Um, again, we will see you in December. So, 